And I could very clearly feel like someone had sat down on the bed next to me. My one sister, Teresa, come literally floating down the stairs. She never touched those stairs coming down. One night we went downstairs, we heard a bang like something had fallen. Several doors in the kitchen cabinets were open, like wide open. But there's very distinct audio on one of the uh, videos that says, open the door. Very nasty, demonic sounding voice. So that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF. This is the ghost story podcast of uh, ghost, real ghost stories told by real people. Why did I just screw up our know. intro? That was very weird. It happens sometimes. Um, we are your hosts. I'm Julie Fisk. I'm Rebecca Black. And maybe I'm just super excited because we do have a really good show. Super good show. Yeah, coming up. So in a little bit, we are going to talk to Liz Sauer Yay, from Ghost in the Birds. Finally. Yes. In fact, thank you to all of our new listeners who mm-hmm. are coming over. Thanks to Liz because she shared some of our stuff on Instagram. Yeah. And then boom, it like blew up. We're love like, it. Oh, love it, love it, love thanks, it. Look guys. at all our friends. We're also going <laughs> to talk to Mike and Enda. They are the writers and directors directors of the new movie Extraordinary starring Will Forte and Maeve Higgins that's opening this weekend. Oh my gosh, it's such a good movie too. It is adorable. Yeah, I, like I loved every single moment of that movie. It's really cute. It's a short movie too. It's only like an hour and a half. Yeah, it's like a paranormal yeah, spoof. Yeah, and it's great. Right up our alley. So we're going to talk to those guys in just a little bit, but tell them what we have online right now. So as always, we've got our Haunted AF t-shirts and we need you to buy those because you know why? They help support Haunted AF. Yes. They keep us in business. So get your booties online right now. Haunted AF dot com and buy them we also have a collaboration with ventaglio jewelry these beautiful protection symbols that we've got um what else we're gonna need to make some new t-shirts because did you see the fan art that brian sent to oh us? oh my gosh thank you thank you thank you brian for that fan art it was amazing he drew us a baby freaking bigfoot and he put him in huggies how freaking adorable it is that is the cutest thing ever and he's so big and like oafy but he's still wearing the little huggy diapers uh-huh, and he's carrying his little box of toys but he did a couple of other really cool really Haunted good logos. Ones. The only issue is he's doing it on like drafting paper. Right. And we can't take out the lines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, hauntedaf.com to find all of that. And we also need to say thanks to Bruce again. Uh-huh. I feel like we need to have the like Bruce, Bruce corner, the Bruce story of the, it's the Bruce story, story of, of the, the week. week. Yeah. Something like that. Cause <laughs> every week we're getting really good stuff from Bruce. And this week he actually sent, it's a paranormal dating site, which is the most amazing thing I think I've ever seen. Yeah. It's paranormaldate.com worldwide. Yeah. Cause when you go to paranormaldate.com, you have to select your location. Now we need to clarify, is this for you to date another person who's into ghosts or is this to date ghosts? Oh Jesus. Oh my God. I because didn't... you know that's a thing. Okay, first of all, that didn't occur to me. And <laughs> no, Rebecca, I did not know that was a thing. <laughs> Sexy ghost time is a thing. <laughs> How? <laughs> Remember the woman who married the ghost pirate? Yes. Like this just happened last year. And then there was another guy who was dating a ghost lady and then they decided to take on a third. <laughs> ghost a ghost third into the mix i do remember somebody marrying their ghost and then getting a divorce right that yeah. did, that happened as well <laughs> no this is just like people like humans like-minded individuals yes, okay and, that enjoy the paranormal and you can even pick your category are you into life after death stuff ghost stories ufos science or conspiracy theories and of course oh, bigfoot conspiracy theories yes. a good one though so this is where you can find someone just like you thank god demons is not on there oh my god Gosh. <laughs> Can you imagine? There's probably a Reddit feed for yeah, 
that though. Probably. Certainly. We've got to find a way to get paranormaldate.com to sponsor us. Absolutely. Like, I'm on board. Why haven't they reached out to I us? I don't already? understand either. Which it's a brilliant idea, but I also feel like in each relationship you need to have the one person who's at least like a sane. L- a little bit of a skeptic. <laughs> I was gonna say a little skeptical. <laughs> like you need to like my husband's big thing right now, he made a little song out of it. Um stop posting videos of moths and acting like they're ghosts. <laughs> He actually was like singing to me in the car the other day. And I was trying to remember how it went so I could sing it for you. You're going to have to record that because I feel like we need to play that back. We need to play that song because did but you. How rude. They're not moths. They're orbs. <laughs> Come on. Come on, Dave. Dave. I know. Go to hauntedaf.com, Twitter, Instagram. We've been posting this stuff everywhere. Well, because we have an orb video like almost every week. We do, but I'm sorry. Okay. First of all, two things about Jordan. Okay. Jordan mm-hmm. sent us two videos. Yes. So she has security cameras in her house. Right. And I think it's Simply Safe that yeah. does it. And so she's leaving and the automatic lock on her door does not work. So okay. she doesn't use it. She's driving away from her house and she gets a notification that her front door has been unlocked. At that exact moment, her security cameras are triggered inside. Okay. Oh my goodness. And so they pick up, there's two different videos. I, I haven't posted both of them. I will. The first video, you hear the door <gasps> lock actually oh. coming unlocked. I don't know if I listened that closely. I posted the second one because there were more or in the second one and there's also a weird little sound in there yeah and the thing about the orbs in this maybe it's just a bunch of like little tiny moths but oh man I've clearly watched this too much yeah sometimes it'll leave a trail Mm. Uh, and uh, there's one where there's just this weird glowing spot in the ceiling for a second where it stays stationary it's crazy and I'll admit there are a lot of these videos that I see that I'm like that's probably a moth but that's the thing we want to know if this is really something paranormal or if it's just a bug So it's a combination of her door unlocking, the security camera being triggered, and then you see all this stuff flying around. Well, just the security cameras being triggered alone to me says something. Because a bug is not going to set off, you know, your doorbell system, right? Right. And she says the way that the lock is on her door, Mm -hmm. you have to press the little buttons or something. Uh There's a security code? Yeah. So one of them, you can hear the security, (gasps) the little buttons being pushed. And then the other one, you just hear a lock unlocking. So hauntedaf.com, Facebook, Twitter, Go and watch those videos. I don't think it's a damn moth. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to say no, too. All right. We got to get Lacey on the phone because she's been emailing us. Hello. Hi. Is this Lacey? This is Lacey. Hi, Lacey. This is Julia and Rebecca from Haunted AF. How are you? Good. How are you guys? We're great. So Lacey reached out to us online. Give them the email address. Hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. And Lacey had a story to share. Are you somewhere where you can tell us? I am. I'm getting in my car now. <laughs> so I don't have to tell all of my coworkers. I was say, are you hiding from your coworkers? <laughs> you could hear it. Just don't drive. Okay? Why are you trying to hide your ghostiness? Are you no. afraid they're going to make fun of you? Oh, well, they make, make fun of me enough, and I can't give them any more ammunition. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. live with it between with my husband and my kids. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us your story, Lisa. So, the first one, I'm, you know, 35 now, so this is a long time ago. So when I was in high school, and we lived in a split-level home. There were two bedrooms upstairs, one bedroom downstairs, and me and my brother were both upstairs next to each other. He's four years younger than me. His whole life revolved around making fun of me, yeah. mm-hmm. terrorizing me. <laughs> yep. So I begged my parents for years to let me move downstairs and have the bedroom down there. Finally, they agreed. 
Well, we kind of all would joke about, you know, we'd all get weird feelings down there once in a while. Like the hair in the back of your neck stands up. Sure. Or you feel like someone's watching you. The spooky room. Um, but you know what? It's worth it. It's worth it to get away from my brother. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so I moved downstairs. And one night, this is probably a week or two after I had moved my room into the basement, I woke up in the middle of the night. My bed was situated right in the middle of the room. Mm-hmm. I woke up and I'm looking next to me and there is a tall, dark figure standing over my bed looking down at me. No. No, like hovering over oh. you. I wasn't even scared. I was 100% certain it was my brother's friend and my brother playing a joke on me. Uh-huh. So instead of being scared, I'm ticked. All I could see was the whites of the eyes and teeth. Like someone smiling, like the glow no. of their eyes and their teeth smiling at me. So I'm like, that's it. Get out of my room. <gasps> Leave me alone. What are you guys doing in here? Get out of here. I'm going to go talk to it. I climb out of the bed, flip on the light. He's not there. So now I'm thinking, he's up down. He's up down on the other side of the bed, and I'm going to go scream at him. Okay. I go over there. There's no one there. <sighs> the only way to get out of that bedroom was you would have to pass me. Right. There was nobody there. Oh, my God. I ran upstairs thinking he's not going to be there. There's got to be a logical explanation for this. I go upstairs. My brother is fast asleep. I tell my parents the next day. And my mom and dad, I told them that I called you guys to tell you this story. And they're like, yeah, we never did end up telling you that. But that <gasps> happened to us a couple times, too. Oh, Wait, were they in the same room or in a different room? Yes. I took their room over and they moved upstairs. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh. So they, no wonder they were like, yeah. so like, sure, Lacey, you can yeah. have our room with the yeah. crazy tall guy that hovers over the bed at night. Dude, so wait, you said you had another story? <laughs> well, we never got a- yes, I do have another story. This is very recent. Um, we've been in our new house now. We just bought a house. We've been there for about three weeks now. We were renting a home from this lovely couple. He had grown up there, um, and he's probably about 70 now. He was a kid in this home, so it was quite a bit older home. And we knew his parents had passed away there, but that happens. No that happens yeah, everywhere. So, yeah. yeah, we moved in there, and I'm a little hesitant, but I've never told my kids that. Um, that's not information that they needed to know. Oh, God, no. <laughs> so I have a 10-year-old and a 3-year-old. Sure. <laughs> so my daughter, I said, Mom, I just don't want to sleep in my room. Can I just sleep in the living room? I'm like, well, why? Just sleep in your bed. It's no big deal. She's like, no, Mom. There's someone in there with me. Oh, no. What do you mean? What do you mean there's someone in there with you? She's like, well, there is an old lady. When I sleep, I wake up. There's an old lady that stands at the end of my bed and stares at me. I'm like, okay, what does she look like? She goes, well, she's got really tight bun on top of her head. She has a really long, older nightgown. And she said, Mom, she's smiling at me, but she's not smiling with her eyes. She's like, have you ever seen anyone that smiles, but they're not smiling with your eyes? Oh, God, that's bad. That feels a little sinister. Uh Right. So we moved. I told my husband who doesn't believe in anything. He's right. so frustrating. I'm like, no, we're moving. You don't have to move. <laughs> I love it. So I we're love moving. 
Yeah, you can, you can come with yeah. us when you're ready. Exactly. Yes. My son would never play in his room either. Have you asked your son if there was anything going on in his room? Because it sounds like maybe he was feeling something yeah, too. Yeah, dead behind the eyes lady yeah. was showing up there too. Oh, man. Yes, but he's three and he loves you guys. He listens to you guys oh. the most. We get in the <laughs> car and he goes, Mom, Mom, it's a fan. Are you yes, serious? Yes, he goes, I want to listen to ghost stories. I'm like, okay. Oh my gosh, what is his yep. name? That's what is so his cute. name? Connor. Hi, Connor. Hi, his Connor. name is Connor. Is he precious. is going to love that. He is your biggest fan. Oh my gosh. Lacey, thank you so much. You got to keep us posted. Let yeah. us know if Creepy Bun Lady we follows will. you guys and if anything else happens and give our love to Connor. Thank you, ladies. You guys are the best. I love your podcast. And don't listen to any of those reviews. Your guys' personalities and the screaming are my favorite. Aww. And I'm usually thank doing you. it with you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Lacey. Now Bye. Go, go back to work. <laughs> yeah, go to work. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. Do not forget to send us stories. We need stories all the time. We so always need stories. You can write it out in an email. You can send us a voice memo. All of that goes to hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. I feel like I'm threatening people today. Send us stories. stories. No. And a personal request for UFOs. We have not gotten a good no, UFO we story need another in a good one. really long time. Yeah. Speaking of hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com, we actually got this from Christine, and she says, I have a ghost story. Ooh. I've seen and felt spirits since I was 18 years old. My granny was the first to visit me, and I've seen spirits ever since. About four years ago, my husband called me at work and said someone was beating on the wall at home. It's an inside wall in the center of the house, so there's no way someone could be hitting it. It stopped before I got home, but a few days later, I was home alone, cleaning and listening to music. Out of nowhere, there's a banging sound on that same wall. It was so hard that some trinkets hanging on the wall fell off. I looked all over the house and found nothing. The following weekend, I was putting dishes away, and my husband was standing about four feet in front of me. I bent over to get a plate, and someone... Smacked my butt. That is not okay. That is not cool, ghost. My husband heard it and jumped up. He asked what it was, and I told him someone smacked my butt. There was a, even a, oh my God, there was even a red mark left on me. Dude. Oh my gosh, how that, hard is that? That is not okay. Christine says that a friend came over, cleansed the house, and nothing has happened since. Dang. That's a good friend right yeah, there. Yeah, that is. That's an aggressive ghost, no though. No kidding. Oh my gosh, left a red mark. I wish she had taken a picture. Send us a picture of your red like, butt. Like, I know, Christine, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to see your butt, but I really do want to see your butt with a red handprint on it. All right, so we need to get Mike and Enda from Extraordinary on the phone. Yay. Oh, you got Mike anyway. Yeah, I'm still here. Yay! <laughs> Well done. So we're on the phone with writers and directors of a new movie called Extraordinary, mm-hmm. uh, starring Will Forte and Maeve Higgins. And Rebecca and I both have watched this movie. Yes. It's absolutely adorable. It's fantastic. It's kind of like a paranormal spoof. Mm-hmm. Like if you lumped together Shaun of the Dead yeah. and The Exorcist. It's opening on March 6th, so coming up very quickly. I have a question. It says at the very beginning, based on a true story. And I'm like, what the heck? Is that true? Slightly based on a true story. You elaborated a little bit is what you're saying? Yeah, we added some demons. And we were looking for something to write a movie about back in 2014 and we came across this clickbait. It was about a haunted old folks home. There's a ghost coming at night and the ghost was groping the elderly people in the home. <laughs> 
gosh. Halfway down, I just mentioned the people that they fired. It was this couple, and he was uh, a truck driver by day, and she worked the bank. But at night, they would go out and um, sort out these hauntings for people straight away. And we're like, how the hell do they know that they have this supernatural power? You know, how do they meet? So it was sort of like the basis for our kind of romantic comedy that we started writing. And it just ended to us like they were the most ordinary, boring people in the world. They just happened to have this bizarre job. And it's true. Like, we actually, with the podcast, we deal with mm-hmm. paranormal investigators all the time, and they... They're generally nerds. Yeah. They don't have the case. cool. There's nothing sexy right. about what they're doing. Everybody needs to see Extraordinary when it opens on March 6th. If you're in a larger market, you can find it at Fandango.com. But wherever you are, look for tickets at crankedupfilms.com backslash Extraordinary. So we are a ghost story podcast. Do either one of you have a ghost story that you could share with us? I do. Yeah, go on, Anna. I used to play in a band and we were playing a gig in a city in Germany called Augsburg. And myself and my bandmate were sharing a room and the light was flicking. And it seemed to be flicking in a very kind of, it didn't seem random. So we ended up figuring out that we could get it to answer two, <gasps> two flashes for yes and one for no. Oh, that's so cool! We found out where she was from. Her name was Greta, what was it? Greta Cole. She told us she had been murdered in the hotel. No way. We also kind of figured out she didn't know she was dead in a weird way. And we did do some research to try and find it. We did find out that apparently Augsburg is the most haunted city in Germany. Really? And has the most cases of hauntings reported. So Mike, you had one too? Well, I was thinking of one that came up when we were making the movie. This sounds like a huge joke, but in the movie there's a haunted gravel. Well, haunted gravel sounds like we made it up for the movie, but me and I actually a friend of ours worked in a like a car rental place in Dublin yeah. and people kept getting hit in the face by pieces of gravel <gasps> yeah all the doors were closed that's pretty um, funny there was like three people working in this really normal car rental place and their boss who's just like a normal you know married man had to come down one day and go hey guys um, there's so much weird stuff happening in the office you're gonna have to like have uh, Ghostbusters come in <laughs> And like basically go to Hunter and do some kind of recon and try and find out uh, what's going on here. So it seemed very real to us at the time. Well, guys, thank you so Good much time. again. The movie is Extraordinary and it's going to open on March 6th. And the website again, crankedupfilms.com backslash Extraordinary. So cute. So yeah. funny. Great movie. And thank you so much for taking the time out to talk to us. No problem. Thank you. Okay, so this next story comes from Ben and it's a whopper. <laughs> <laughs> so get ready. Seriously, there's like <laughs> chapters to this story, so bear with us. Okay. He says, I moved into a house with my ex-girlfriend and her kids in July of 2014. The first week we lived there, I noticed every morning when I got out of the shower, there was writing on the bathroom mirror. It was covered in words, but the only one I could really make out was Christmas. Hmm. I cleaned the mirror as best I could, but every day for a week, I'd get out of the shower and I'd see writing there. I didn't think it was a ghost though, and I just assumed I didn't know how to clean the mirror. Yeah, because that happens. So So a few weeks later, I woke up at 4 a.m. and saw a lady in a long white dress with black frizzy hair standing by the bed staring at me. I looked away, closed my eyes, and somehow fell back asleep. This is a reoccurring theme where people fall back asleep. Yeah, and the lady in the white dress. Yeah, what is that about? I didn't tell my girlfriend what happened, but she called me at work later that day, and she told me she had also seen a lady with black frizzy hair and in a white gown walk down the hallway. She tried to follow, and of course, there was no one there. I got to scroll down. How do I scroll down on this? Oh, just um, here. (laughs) Okay. Was that Shinji? 
It's got to be Shinji. It has to be, right? Yeah. Don't worry. That was kind of freaky, though. That's the first time something's, like, happened. <laughs> it's just the cat. I know. He's in the kitchen knocking myself things. out. Okay, okay, where was I? We're so, let's see. Okay. okay. So, she tried to follow her, and, of course, there was no one there. Several things happened in the months that followed. We heard voices, doors that would open and close on their own. So, then the girlfriend's six-year-old son started acting strange. Ben says, I overheard him talking and giggling with somebody, so I walked into his room to see what he was up to. When he saw me, he immediately stopped talking, but was smiling that smile that kids do when they're caught doing something they're not supposed to do. Uh, oh Lord, yeah. this is going south quick. I asked who he was talking to, and at first he said no one, but then he admitted that he was talking to Bub. I asked who Bub was, and he said his friend. I asked where Bub was. <laughs> and, oh my God. And he pointed to the toy box in the corner of the room. No. He said, Come play with us. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> I politely declined and went back into the living room because, uh, no. No. But I like that he left the kid in there to play with yeah. the ghost. No problems. <laughs> You're on your own, yeah. bub. Sorry, dude. <laughs> so shortly after that, the six-year-old had asked his mom and I for a sucker one night while we were watching TV. We told him no, and he left, but I assumed he was going to sneak some candy anyway, because that's what kids do, you know? Mm -hmm. I went into the kitchen to catch him in the act, but caught him walking into the living room with a knife in his hand? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> when we asked what he was doing, he told us that Bub told him to kill his sister because the candy was her idea. <gasps> Bub is bad. He's a bad so friend. So bad. Yeah. He also said that Bub tells him to kill me and his mom, but he didn't want to because he loves us. Oh, well, that's good to know. So after that, Ben says that they contacted this friend who's like a psychic and she uses one of those spirit box thingies. Okay. Have you ever seen those? I have not. It's kind of like a cheesy radio that scans all these different stations and like there will be bursts of sounds okay. and, and they try to say that that's how ghosts are communicating like through people. the white noise or yeah. whatever and this is like a really polarizing piece of equipment in like the yeah. community or of whatever course. but anyhow so she's using the spirit box and according to her there were two spirits in the house one was Bub and the other one was Stella and Stella was the old lady mm -hmm. who was trying to protect them from Bub so Ben okay. gets freaked out he and his girlfriend decide they're going to get a paranormal team in there to try to cleanse the house and figure out what's going on right so the team comes in nothing is happening the friend who's working with the spirit box then calls them and says by the way stella's reaching out to me through the spirit box right now. <laughs> And she says that they're not going to do anything while the paranormal investigators are there because they feel like they're making fun of them. Like, we'll show you. Yeah. We're not so, going to do anything. Right. Of course, nothing happened. Uh -huh. I think they got like a little bit of movement or something in the little boy's room. Yeah. But that was it. And the paranormal investigators said to them, well, you've got one evil spirit and one not so evil spirit. And they're like, oh, thanks. You well, know. at least there's a good one to like fight it out with Bub. Right. right. So they ended up moving. They only stayed there a few more weeks. That's and, good, though. But he said the day they were moving out, all the smoke detectors started going off. Oh my off. gosh. And like the batteries were not dead. They had been changed out not long before that. Wouldn't you break up with somebody if their kid was like, we want to kill you? <gasps> Hell yes. Yeah, like I'm out. Can't <laughs> run fast enough. Yeah. So we're on the phone with Liz Sauer from Ghosts in the Burbs, Yay, the podcast. Finally. And first of all, thank you so much for sharing us on Instagram because we've already gotten like a hundred new uh, followers. Yeah, blowing up this morning. Oh my gosh, that's excellent. Thank you. I saw yours on Twitter. Oh, thank you. Well, Yay. yeah. Yes, it, women supporting women. It's a good thing. Of course. First of all, you have to listen to the Ghosts in the Burbs podcast. It's terrifying. And <laughs> two of my favorite things about it is Liz's voice, because you sound kind of like the preppy babysitter that <laughs> I had in mid middle school who would tell that ghost story that yeah. just kind of ruined your you. World. But Liz also Seriously. does this thing where you describe the clothing and everyone's drinking their Chardonnay. Love it's it. perfect. I call it cozy horror. Just kind of lulls you into a sense of 
like, oh, this is just kind of fun. And then hopefully scares you. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. And I had to stop listening to your podcast for a little while because I started <laughs> at the very beginning and I was totally into it. And then you did a shadow person episode. And we've had a lot of shadows people stories mm-hmm. lately. And it was right uh, when we had gotten like our very first really, really scary mm-hmm. one. It was too much because I, <laughs> I came home. I'd been walking, listening to your podcast. And then I came home and started editing our shadow person story. And then I'm texting Rebecca. I think we're free to get in the shower. Seriously. <laughs> I was completely wrecked from that. So I had to stop. I picked it up again oh recently. My it is such a fun, scary podcast. So everybody needs to check it out. It. You're an author as well. How can people pick up your books? Yes. So they're all on Amazon. You can just search my name or Ghost in the Burbs um, and you'll find them all there on Amazon. Also, you can go to ghostintheburbs.com and all the links are there. Your whole thing is you're telling these ghost stories out of Wellesley, Massachusetts. Exactly. So what yes. is it about that town? It is just a spooky little New England town. I grew up in upstate New York, but then lived in Boston for about 13 years. And once we had two little kids, that just became impossible. So we moved out to the burbs. And this is really the quintessential New England town. It's beautiful and it's got a spooky vibe. And there are a lot of real type A personalities out here, you know, good characters. Well, and you can kind of get that from your Instagram page Uh because you always post these beautiful photos and it does. It looks kind of like Sleepy Sleepy Hollow. Hollow. Exactly. It seems kind of creepy. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know maps and such, but are you close to like Salem? Because that's a big witchy town and I know they do big festivals every year. Mm -hmm. Yes, we are. We're about an hour away and I've been a couple times and it is so much fun. Everybody should go at least once. We'll do this. We do the Haunted AF world tour. I love it. We'll head up and go visit Liz. Did something happen to you at some point in time that got you turned on to scary stories or the paranormal? Yes, definitely. Throughout my life, not much has happened. Most everything, just like Ghost Suburbs, it's all just completely made up. But I had one thing happen when I was about nine or 10. I think that's just sort of what set me up into just like leaning into this my entire life. I watched this television show and I can't remember exactly what it was, but I'm guessing it was probably Unsolved Mysteries because it was the 80s and there weren't a lot of spooky programs around like we have now. Oh, yeah. So Mm -hmm. it creeped me out pretty badly. And after the show, I went upstairs to get ready for bed and I poked my head into my older sister's room and she couldn't watch the show because she was doing homework. So she's just asking me, like, how was it? And I kind of played it down like it wasn't that spooky, even though it was. And then I go next door to my room. And the thing is, I recently moved my furniture around. So I had to walk all the way across and around the bed to get to the lamp. And I was halfway across the room. And I was, like, unreasonably terrified. I just was super duper scared. And I heard a noise behind me. And when I turned around, there was a woman standing behind me. And I know it sounds just absolutely absurd but she had on a white gown and a veil oh my gosh it's always the white gown the white gown the lady in white it was like she raised her arms up over her head and started to come towards me and she had her mouth open like she was screaming but she wasn't making any noise so I just started screaming like it was like this physical reaction I just started screaming bloody murder and the next thing I know my sister's in my doorway the woman's gone And I hear my sister saying my name, like saying, Liz, it's me. It's just me. And I was trying to say, I know, like tell her what happened, but I couldn't stop screaming. I had this like hysterical reaction. So my sister dragged me in the hallway. And by that time, my parents were halfway up the stairs. And my dad had to like shake me by my shoulders to get me to stop 
screaming. Oh my gosh. And to this day, he is like, I was certain that when we got upstairs, we were going to find your sister dead. Like we thought that you had found her dead. It sounded that terrifying. You're screaming. Oh my so God. the general consensus was that I watched a scary show and then I must have heard my sister in the hallway and I hallucinated the whole thing. Like my, obviously I have an overactive imagination. Oh, but sure. Yeah. I, you're just hallucinating you know I mean? this crazy like, lady in white. And I just hallucinated this woman. But I was telling my sister last week that I was going to talk to you guys and tell you this story. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, no, there was like a delay. She was like, I wasn't in the hallway. I heard <gasps> you screaming and I jumped up and ran to see what you were screaming about. Oh. So she was like, no, that wasn't it. But it was just easier to be like, yeah, yeah, that's what it was at oh. the time because it was so scary. I'm like literally so, chills I, all over right I now. Know. Okay. That, so it was scary. That was the only thing that ever happened? Like nothing after that? Nothing after that. I think that if that did happen and I did see that, I think, you know, some people are just more open to this stuff than mm-hmm. others. Yeah. For sure. I think that slammed the door shut for me. If that really <laughs> oh. happened and it wasn't a hallucination, I think it was like, and we're done. You're like, but the thing is, no. like, Yeah. <laughs> since then, I want to know this stuff. Like, I feel like I've been chasing that feeling. Like, I don't mind the feeling of being scared. I've been trying to find something like that's real. Like, it feels so disappointing. You know, like all the shows, all the stories. But like, right. I haven't experienced anything else. Now that you're older, have you gone back and tried to do some research on that house to find out if there was anything maybe kind of brewing in that area yeah I yeah know. I haven't but the house that room it was never the same after that I moved across the hall my older sister had gone to college so I moved to her room shortly after that and even now when we go home both of my sisters say it my husband like we brought my nephew home for a trip um who's in college and he said that he was sleeping in what was my older sister's room and the door would open and then mm-hmm. close, and then open and close. But no, I haven't looked further into it. It spooks me. I do, and think- not many things do, but it really spooks me. I do think there's something to that, like when you're open to something and right. when you're not, because we yeah. discuss all the time where mm-hmm. people will be listening to the podcast and then something weird will start happening. Right. And I've gotten that from friends yeah. who aren't even spooky friends. Yeah. And they'll be like, the weirdest thing just happened. And it, I had just turned off the podcast. So mm-hmm. I think there yeah. is something to that being open to it. And I just have to talk about what you just said about like chasing that feeling. Yeah. I always wonder, because it does seem like women, especially we love ghost mm-hmm. stories and like we love the true crime stories and like true what is crime, it yep. and I know that men get into it too but I'm mm-hmm. like why is it you have some people who can't hear it at all and then some of us who just can't get enough of it and I always wonder if it's like especially women young girls when we're little mm-hmm. right. they start warning us about like ooh you gotta be careful right. watch out for the creepy men or the vans or the here's some yeah. candy like do we get turned onto those creepy things early and then we're always kind of like seeking them out for the rest That's of our lives a great question yeah you wonder if we're just like prepping yeah, yeah. you know what oh I mean God. Like, we're just like, once you know all the, you want to know, like, all the dirty details. So you can just be like, okay. Now I'm prepared. Yeah, so if we're ever in a situation that might get dangerous, we can murderers. (laughs) We got it. Bigfoot, we're covered. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And I do the same. Exactly. I think there's such crossover, too, with people especially women who like the frightening ghost stories and the true crime. Because I'll go too far with that with the true crime and that it's like, Oh my God, I need to stop. Like I'll have to just cut myself Mm -hmm. off and delete all the podcasts. 
for a while because it's another one that you just get in too deep with it. And you're so paranoid. <laughs> I swear, yeah. I feel like if anytime, if I'm at the gym and a man makes eye contact with me, I'm yeah. like, he's going to kill gonna, me. Yep. It's oh my gosh, 100%. <laughs> and it's like, I know. Oh, Liz, thank you so <laughs> much for talking to us. And that's another thing. Uh, I could hang out with ghosty chicks all day same, long. Same. And murder chicks. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys. This is so great. I was so honored that you asked me. And Aww. I have on Friday, I have an announcement coming on Ghost in the Verb. So make Ooh. sure you're subscribed. Oh, that's Friday exciting. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect because yeah. this podcast is going to drop on Thursday. So yep. the day before. So go, oh, ghostintheburbs.com. Liz, thank you so much. It's so nice to talk to you. Keep in touch and just let us know if you ever have any more scary stories. Yeah. That creepy All old right, lady we'll shows do. up. <laughs> Thanks, Liz. Thank you, guys. All right. Once again, do not forget, please send us your ghost stories. You can write them. You can voice memo them. If it's good enough, we'll call you. Yeah. We'll chit chat about your ghosty friends. But do tell us a little bit about your ghost story yeah. first. because Don't just will- say I have a ghost. Yeah. Yeah, people will say, like, I've got a story for you. Call me. I'm like, Mm-mm, no, we need bullet points. Yes. Give us five bullet points on why your ghost is awesome. <laughs> yes, thank you. Uh, and you can email that to hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. And next week, we're going to talk to Jay Cheel, writer and director of the new documentary series, Cursed Films. You can actually watch the trailer at hauntedaf.com. Oh my God, go watch the trailer. I've been doing research on this and it's really cool because you know about all these cursed movies Uh like The Exorcist and The Omen. Yeah. And then one that he talks about is Poltergeist. Yes. And I didn't even know this, but you were- the little girl died, right? The the little girl and the big sister died. Oh, I didn't know that both of them did. Yes. Oh my gosh. So you know that scene at the end of the movie where they're in the pool and all of the coffins are shooting up Uh and the skeletons are flying everywhere? Did you know those are real skeletons. Shut up. Yes. Those are actual skeletons. The special effects guy got those things cheap out of India. So they used real skeletons. And so people have always said that that's why the film is cursed. Really? But Jay actually like reaches out to the special effects guy to get his side of the story because he's like, this ruined my career. Like this ruined my life. I was friends with those people. And now they threw them under the bus. Yes. And you think about it like it's like this cool ghost story urban legend for us. But it's like, that's this guy's life. So Jay Chill talks to him and all these other people who have worked on these curse films and that's coming up on the next Haunted AF. All right, guys, don't forget to subscribe to iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever your platform is that you love listening to. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, or you can chat with us directly on our brand new website, hauntedaf.com. Gotta say thanks to Andrew Mamaliga for our theme song and to On Air Media for titles and technical support. And of course, we gotta thank you, the listeners. Thanks for listening. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt you. Oh, I'll come back to haunt you too, Rebecca. Aww.